0: Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Scott. And I'm Andrew. This production is meant to provide you, the listener, meaningful support to find great careers faster. And that's whether you're working or not. Today on Job Seekers Radio, we're going to be talking about how to know which companies are hiring. Kind of a perennial question, isn't it? It happens all the time, Scott. I don't know where to find jobs or
1: I'm applying all over the place and it doesn't look like they're hiring. And,
0: and there's a hidden job market. Yeah,
1: there is. Of course there is. It, there's a secret job market. Shh. Don't tell anybody.
0: Yeah, is that, that like the Illuminati? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. <laughs> I see images in the dark too. <laughs> oh, yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> this isn't therapy. Um, Andrew, you gave me a piece of advice that I think is the best way to approach this question. Assume all companies are hiring. It's just a matter of when. I think that is the best perspective to take when asking or answering the question, who's hiring?
1: We really want to look at this from the perspective of what do you want in your next employer so that you can identify and define that. And then it becomes more like a scavenger hunt. You're looking for companies that match up to your requirements. Right. And that's why we have the the networking conversation ebook. This anatomy of a networking conversation is a way for you to find out through your question and answer, does this company line up for me or not?
0: I will say that so often, certainly in this country, but I'm going to assume that there is truth uh, around the world. The idea that I just need a job. I just need something that I can be satisfied doing for a long period Mm. of time because I need to pay my bills. And we don't think a lot. Many people don't think a lot about how a bad fit is actually going to have negative effects on you outside of the job world, outside of your employment. And and it takes time. It takes a lot of effort to learn about companies that you don't know, to know whether or not they'd be a good fit. But that is an effort worth taking. It will pay off if you do your homework.
1: We're going to talk today about some ideas of where you can find companies if you're just really unsure. And and this isn't an exhaustive list, but we're going to walk through some ideas that can really help you identify those companies. Then, really, it's your job to go talk to people at those companies to see if it's for you or not.
0: Yeah. Again, this is not an exhaustive list. So if there are things that you, the listener, want to know more about or have some ideas on and that we haven't talked about, send us a message, and and, and that's on JobSeekersRadio.com. Send us a message to say, hey, you didn't cover this idea. What do you think? And we can address that in a future podcast. Uh, The
1: first one is driving around. This reminds me of when I was uh, a sales a regional salesman i was selling packaging in five states and those five states were fairly spread out spread out and you know you learn a lot when you're traveling yeah about why the the all the cities in montana are exactly x miles apart right and that's because the railroad had to stop and get water the steam engine makes right. sense right so in between those i had a lot of drive time So it wasn't uncommon that as I was driving around, the guy who sells packaging, if I saw off in the distance an industrial park or any kind of um, facility, I would actually turn the wheel and I'd go over there and see what it was. Now, some of those were military installations. So <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful. But well, anyway.
0: No, but I think that's really a, a, a good idea because often, and I don't want to get into the idea of lack of diversity if you're only looking in, in neighborhoods or business parks that fit the, the mold of, of your experience. Often, I, I think about those who talk about looking in your environment, whether it's for a job or a new home or whatever, the best way to gain empathy for other people is to travel. I take that same approach. If I'm driving around, I want to look for places that are different, that are going to uh, offer me something I haven't had in my past. Now, obviously, I'm looking for the positive things. As you're going around looking at the different options, if you're paying attention to the details, you'll see whether or not this is a kind of environment you want to work in. One thing that I like to do is, if I'm looking at a company in terms of how they behave internally, what does their back door look like? Now, it doesn't mean that I'm trespassing, but it does mean that I pay attention to what if if there's if they have a service entrance, Mm. are all of the employees going in and out of the service entrance? What do they look like? What is their demeanor as they're walking in and out? What do the uh, the areas around their dumpster look like? Do they actually care about the physical environment? Because if it's always clean and tidy and people are smiling, the chances are pretty good. That may be a good place to work. On the flip side if you get there at five o'clock and everybody is max
1: exodus and can't wait to get out of the service entrance or they're all walking
0: out like they're in a day yes
1: those are I mean that's one of the benefits of doing this Uh, the other thing to think about is if you're in an area often some of you might have a commute that you want to maintain you don't want to be driving an hour two hours to your job you want something near to home well the best way to do that is draw a circle around your house and see what businesses are inside sure. of it.
0: Yeah, and with that said, there there are ways to get through that. If there's, for example, mass transit, if there's a commuter line that that is convenient, that that could be a really good resource for you. Some people don't like it because they don't feel safe. Okay, what are your other options? Knowing what you what you need to be comfortable and safe, it's important to start with that. But as you're you're looking at that proximity, um, it, it's important to know and to know whether or not the company has remote working policies. Can you do this job from home? That sort of opens up the possibilities. Mm-hmm. But if you're going down that road, know whether or not working from home is a good option for you. Because I, the one thing I hear from, from the many people I know who, who work out of their home, they miss the interaction with their employees in the office.
1: It's a different
0: culture. It's a very because different Because you're situation. distributed, you yep. don't have the same connection you would exactly.
1: be all sitting in the same office. And
0: it doesn't mean they don't have a connection. Right. It's just different. It's
1: not the same connection. Right. Uh, the other benefit of driving around is you might see a company that you had never heard of. Yep. Or you're going to Costco and out back there's this company or whatever that looks like. Just jot down, you know, write a note to yourself or send yourself an email.
0: Capture that in some way so that you can right. follow up on that. Well, not only that, but if you have a star- smartphone and you're in coverage, you can do a Google search. Uh, you know, while you're parked out front just to see what does this company do. It, for example, the, the neighborhood where I work, the industrial area where I work, it has a whole bunch of tech companies around me. Now, that doesn't mean they're all software developers. They run the gamut, mm. but they're all associated in some fashion with the tech world. Well, there are some that are really walking distance from my current office where I didn't know who they were. And it wasn't until I started talking to people in networking groups that I discovered that, oh, okay, well, they work in this industry or they offer this product. And then I can actually go online and do a Google search to find out more about that company. Really interesting. I would never have known had I not happened to run across Mm. them driving through the neighborhood.
1: Or if you happen to interview at that company and you walk out of the interview and you look to your left and you look to your right... Hey, there's
0: other companies around here. Sure. Maybe I should write some of these down. Right. And are they competitors or are they business partners? Also really interesting to know. Every All of that
1: is good. Now, the biggest benefit in my mind is it gets you out of the house. Yeah. You're not in front of your computer doing applications. You're out, out there in, right. in the environment. If uh, you
0: are working... And you're looking for a new job, don't take your work time to take a drive around the neighborhood unless you want to get fired. Well, but if you take walks during lunch and you're working in a place where it's, you know, the weather is conducive for that, that is an option. You can take find a out sack your lunch neighbors sit are. next to a stranger. Sure. I'm lucky enough I work next to a library, so it's easy to talk to strangers if yeah. I want to. I just go uh, Shh. Uh, across. never mind. <laughs> Uh, the next thing you could do is actually ask friends and family, people uh, that you know. We, and we talk about this in our podcast, that when you ask somebody if they have a job opening or if they know about job openings, sometimes that can put people off because they want to help and don't know of anything and can't. So they tend to shut down. With that said, in this, for this topic of finding out who's hiring, it's not about do you know who can hire me? It's about who do you know that might know about who's hiring? Because if you're truly networking for networking's sake, you will start to discover this. The The conversation starts with your question about, do you know of anybody? Whatever that well, is.
1: Well, do, do you know a company that's hiring? Yeah. And, and the assumption that we made at the outset was everybody's Everybody hiring. Everybody f- has opportunity. It's just a matter of when. And if that's the case, then I'm not talking to my friends or my family about a job or a company that's hiring. it's per something se. That, Per se. It's a something in alignment with my domain, yeah. my areas of interest. Maybe they already work there, and I just want to get some information about
0: sure. what is it like working there. Just having the conversations is a start, and it's important to start. If you already know what you value, if your friends and family know what you value, that part of the conversation may actually go really quickly. And you may want to ask the question a little differently, like, you know, what, what kind of professional events have you been to lately? Or have you heard about this convention or whatever that is? And, and start the conversation a little differently. But it, it's still the same idea.
1: The idea here is your friends, your family, these are the po- people most interested in, in you being successful. Yeah. If you are looking for work, especially if you're unemployed, um, they're more than willing to help. You just need to give them a way to help. Yes. And part of that is just meeting with them, perhaps at their place of business, asking them some questions, getting your feet wet, being in uncomfortable situations. And you may only know this person as a family member or a friend. You really don't know what they do professionally.
0: Or, or yeah, you don't know the, the specifics.
1: And they may actually have a title that is hiring manager. So lo and behold, you know, you may know somebody as a friend. You don't know what they do. You just found out they're a director of such and such at a company that you might want to work for. Yeah, talk to me. Why would you not talk to that person? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, people say, oh, never work with your friends. Well, I'm not sure I buy into that wholeheartedly. Same thing with don't work with a family member. I understand the reasons why people say that. And I'm not arguing that point. But at the same time, we do hire our friends. We hire the people that make us feel like we're, we're going to connect and work well together. The idea that I can connect with you, I can be professional. So when you're, you're talking to people and, and you're giving them the impression, I can add value to your work environment. I, you know, I, I'm professional. Uh, yes, we're friends, but we work very well together or can work very well together. I wouldn't discount that. The other thing about that is even though your friend or family member may be employed in a position or in a department that isn't hiring, they'll have an inside view of what may be coming up and would already have an idea of whether or not you might be a good fit. Don't discount friends and family and what they can provide in your job search.
1: The next one is something that's probably no surprise to any listener of the podcast, and that is job postings online. Often we're looking for a job, but that a job, what we miss is there's actually a company connected to it. Yeah. And so that's a great way to find companies that are in a hiring process is through those job postings online. The question is, what do you do with that job posting once you see it?
0: Okay. Let's just assume I see a job posting that is right up my alley. It's the kind of work I want to do. And so I go ahead and apply. Great. Do it. Now, if I'm smart, I will now go in and look at the company to see what do they value, what what are some of the perks that they offer, not because I'm interested only in what what they're going to offer me, but what do they do for their employees? What is their approach to employee satisfaction? When I see those companies that are clearly making an effort to make their employees happy, I'm far more likely to find a fit within that organization. And it gives me something to talk about when I go in for the interview. The
1: idea here is we're just looking for a company that's hiring,
0: and right. that's like low-hanging
1: fruit. Exactly,
0: right there. because it was my experience, and I know I've said this on a prior podcast, my last job, my latest hiring, was I applied for a job they didn't take me. I kept watching because of the cultural values that they promoted. I kept watching what they did and kept in touch with the hiring manager. When I got the job, It was his boss who hired me into a position that they had already on the radar, but were not prepared to start immediately. So they got permission to go ahead and start that position and they hired me. They may not be hiring the best position for you in terms of what they post, but they may have something coming down the pike in short term. Don't ignore the opportunity that exists that just isn't visible yet. The
1: other thing you can do is a LinkedIn search. On LinkedIn, of course, they have company pages. You can find all kinds of companies on there. It's a really rich search
0: engine. Glassdoor.com and several others do similar things. Yeah.
1: So the nice thing about LinkedIn is that's where most of these employers are hanging out. They have a curated page, not only for their HR recruitment function, but for their operations. And so there's affiliated pages there. There's also a section on each company page where it shows like an also viewed or a, a similar yeah. company. Yeah. And so not only do I get that company, you know, maybe it's Intel, but you go over on the side and it says Apple and Google and
0: all these right. other companies.
1: Oh, why didn't I think of that? Right? Exactly. Uh, uh,
0: uh, yeah, So it, that, that, that is a really good resource because they are looking at more than just the products or services they offer. They're looking at an employment environment. If, for example, you really want to work for Apple, and Apple doesn't have any positions, and you've networked, and that, that you know you, you haven't made any headway with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Keep going because you want to want to work there, but don't ignore the other companies that are similar to Apple where you might be equally happy. And it might be a stepping stone to Apple, especially if they're a vendor to Apple or a customer. Think about a, a colleague of mine who we were working together, this was many years ago, for a company it's basically a hospitality-oriented company. And she was doing work as a coordinator within learning and development. Well, she ended up getting a really nice job at one of our vendors. It was our learning management system vendor. And she got a job. She's still with them. Years later, she's very happy. She's moved twice now to new communities Mm. and has continued to build her career doing what she wanted, where she couldn't get ahead in the company that we were both working for at the time. If that's a stepping stone, there's nothing wrong with stepping stones. In fact, what's the statistic now? You'll leave a company after, on average three years or something?
1: Yeah, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of, of uh, 32 months or something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so there's, there's now an expectation that you're going to move from company to company. If you have a strategy involved and your networking is such that that's feeding your strategy, you're probably going to get ahead better.
1: For those that are working, that's a great strategy. Start looking at your vendors, look at your customers, look at You know, the whole supply chain around your product and service. Because there's an ecosystem there that you haven't really maybe considered where you could find an opportunity that is going to end up with a promotion like that. That's a great idea. Uh, The next one I would recommend is Reference USA. This is actually an online portal that you can access through your library. It's free. We'll leave the uh, website address in the show notes. You just go to the library locator and you can go in there. It's a database, so you can search by location, size of company, revenues. I think it even has credit worthiness on there. So it's a pretty rich database. And to have that for free is pretty pretty amazing. Well,
0: and things that you want to pay attention to is, do you want to work for a large company or a small one? Do you want to work for a startup? How long have they been in business? Have they been acquired recently? Does any of that matter to you? If not, why not? But you know, there, there, there are a whole bunch of things that you can find out just by looking at the company information to find out, is this a company I really want to pursue? Because for example, I was talking to somebody recently who really prefers to work with small companies, mid max. But once you're working with a large company of say over a thousand employees, the way they work with those outside of the company is different. Again, no judgment there. It's just they have to behave differently because they've got a thousand employees, much less all of the vendors and and outside relationships that they have. Is that a good fit for you? You can narrow down your search of companies that you want to work for and assume that they're going to be hiring. Mm -hmm. You can narrow that down and then start to network and differing opinions on whether or not you should send your resume cold. You know, they're not posting anything. You just send it. My personal attitude about that is you have nothing to lose. If you happen to send one to a company that hasn't posted the job but knows they have a need, you may be ahead of your game. You can figure that out just by going to this site and looking at the different companies based on the criteria that resonate with you. And a
1: corollary to that is the Business Journal. This is primarily a, a United States-based publication. So it's a really valid place to go. Each major metropolitan area has a business journal. Right. They have a local editor or a publisher. Right.
0: And they have uh, reporters. And if you don't know how to find that, go to your local chamber of commerce or the uh, if you, there's a tourist bureau in your city, they will be able to help you find that. It's a great resource. And the Book
1: of Lists is a paid service. So w- you could find it sometimes at the library. Yeah. But I would encourage you to go to bizjournals.com. We'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. What I have found is occasionally they will actually publish these lists, but not in the format of the book of lists. They'll publish it as a slideshow. So they make these fancy slideshows with the names of the companies, right? one to, t- to 100. So there's 100 slides, and yes, you have to go through them one by one. And, and weed through their advertising, but you can get it for free.
0: And, and to your point, most libraries will have a book of lists. It may not be this year's. They generally have something there, and they do keep the business journals. They subscribe, and you, you find a lot of information about that. We're talking about focusing your efforts in an intelligent and informed way. It's not that you're just gonna leaf through the business journal and think, oh, there's an interesting looking company. I think I'll apply. Work through that similar to a sales review, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm looking for somebody to sell a service or product to and I go to the business journal and I start looking at companies in my target markets or in my target uh, neighborhoods or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's great for sales. Well, it's also great for a job search because really you're selling yourself here. Now, we may not want to talk. About that process as sales because we nobody likes to be sold so we all say oh no don't sell me and I don't want to be a salesperson I like a,
1: a consultative so you're, you're a consultant you're looking to have a conversation with somebody but that's in, it in a consulting capacity by asking questions and that's sales really wait. about networking
0: So and there are other similar journals for those who have community newspapers or I'm thinking like uh, the underground papers that that you find in many cities. Those are also really good areas to find out based on what they do, either through their advertising or if they are highlighted in an article. And this is something that resonates you on a personal level. There is nothing wrong with contacting that company about what are the possibilities of working for you? Because ultimately the worst they can do is to say, we don't have anything. Build a relationship because there's a possibility they will have something.
1: And find out who the local journalists are. I think that's oh, yeah. also a good that's source. That's a great idea. So I go to the business journal or some of these other community papers. Yeah. There's a person writing those profiles and they're interacting in the community. They're interviewing people in business. They obviously have some kind of network or credibility. Yeah. Not and a bad they got resource. Their foot in the door. Not a bad resource to yeah. find those companies that are, idea. that are in play. Uh, the one that we've hit on quite often in the networking side of thing is industry associations. Yeah,
0: every industry has one,
1: and often they'll have a member directory. Whatever it is for your domain, you can find all the companies that are in yep. your domain at, at an industry website or a, and a local and chapter. Some
0: of them will keep that somewhat confidential, if not completely confidential, without a membership. If you can afford to join a, an association that you have the qualifications to join, by all means do. If you can afford it, get involved because you have to go to the events for them to actually start feeding you information. But with that said, with your membership, you get the, the list of members.
1: Well, and you'll get to meet the members if you go to the events. If you go to the events, so, yeah.
0: And, and you can always
1: volunteer. I haven't seen any of these associations that don't appreciate volunteers. Right. And often they'll get a free meal or you know their, their entry fee will be waived, especially if they're unemployed.
0: Sure. And a lot of the associations will allow you to attend as a guest once, maybe twice, before you have to join. Take advantage of that because you'll still meet people. And if if you happen to have two really positive conversations that lead to more conversations, you may not have to join that organization until after you become the employee. Right. And maybe
1: your employer will pay for it. Exactly. Exactly. The other resource that's often overlooked, whether or not you graduated from there, is a local university or community college will often have a career placement function in the university.
0: If you have graduated from any university, use that alumni association career effort. I, I don't know of a single university that doesn't offer that in some fashion. Some are better than others. If you do have that connection, use it to your advantage. Don't limit yourself to that go to the local organizations especially if if you graduated from a university that that isn't local you can still find and often if you've posted your degree on your linkedin profile you'll see that there are alumni from your university at local companies but with that said go to contact the local universities about their placement services and see what they can do to help you it will be limited mm-hmm. If you're not an alumni. Well,
1: the, the cost is different. It is. So what I've seen is, even though I didn't attend U of O, University of Oregon, they have public events, just like any other organization. Yep. They invite their alumni. And if you're a member of the Alumni Association, it's $20. If you're not, it's like 25 or 30 Go anyway. Go anyway. They, they want you there. Yeah. They wouldn't be doing they it. Want if they didn't people want people there. Right. <laughs>
0: they, and they wouldn't do it if they didn't want people to show up. So show up. Go to those events. Get in... in engaged
1: there Uh, now that's the alumni side of things I know many universities also have a career placement department that is is not part of the Alumni Association itself sure because those alumni associations tend to be you know outside of the domain of the university even though they're they have they bear the name on the outside So so
0: pay attention to what the university offers what degree programs they offer because obviously they're going to be focused on careers within those disciplines uh, so for example, if you want a job in um, the automotive industry, I don't know that a liberal arts college that where the automotive industry doesn't have a big presence is really a good fit. So pay attention to that. But with that said, if you know of the, let's say three companies in your area that you're interested in networking into and a, a local university has, placement service, you can go to them and ask them, what do you know about these companies? How are you connected? And generally speaking, they want to help. Avail yourself of anyone who's willing to help you. That's great, Scott.
1: Now, when I get this list of companies, we've given you a lot of different places to find them. It's probably a good idea to create a list and then make some choices. Prioritize that list, let it guide your networking conversations Because this often is is kind of the area where people are like, well, I don't know if they're hiring. And it seems overwhelming. And it's very overwhelming because I could throw a rock right now. Well, I I guess I couldn't. We're in the studio. but
0: Yeah, um, don't throw it here.
1: (laughs) There's within five miles of this place, there's plenty of people that are hiring. You just have to decide what kind of job that you want.
0: Sure. And, and what environment you want to work in.
1: Yeah. So when you answer those questions, finding the companies is pretty
0: easy. Yeah, you can narrow it down. Okay. Remember that in an interviewing process, they're weeding out all of the, the potential candidates that they don't want to see. You should be doing the same thing on your side. Any other companies that are within your the radius that where you want to commute and the industry that you want to work in and all these things, every single time you answer a question, whether that company fits it, you're helping to... Cull the herd, so mm. to speak. You're getting well, off le- your list. At least prioritize,
1: right? Sure. They're, they're going to move farther down the list. Right. right. I, I don't ever encourage people to take companies off the list unless they're out of business because things can change. Well, sure. Leadership can change. Yes. You hire a That's new That's a CEO, really good point. You hire a new CEO, they're back at the top of the list. <laughs> and you're going to see <laughs> that
0: in the Business Journal.
1: <laughs> yes, look at those. Sign up for the Business Journal alerts too. They yeah. send out a daily alert. Yeah, I love I, those. Those are wonderful. So I want to thank you again for joining us for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. You can find all show notes and resources at jobseekersradio.com forward slash 060.
0: Now, we also want to uh, invite you to download the Anatomy of a Networking Conversation. It's an ebook that we put together for you, and it's free.
1: It's right there on the website next to the show notes. Just click on the, the link, uh, put in your email, and you'll get that free resource.
0: Thank you. Again, we're grateful for your investment of time and attention. Uh, so we, we would like you to head over to iTunes and subscribe if you haven't already. Subscribe to to this uh, podcast so that you get future episodes. And while you're there, please give us a rate and a review. We want to hear from you. We want feedback. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer, we're happy to do that. We're all ears.
1: Well, a I'm, lot of talking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, mostly on Scott's side. Hey. <laughs> well, I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. Until next time. The secret of getting ahead is getting started. That's from Mark Twain. Get started, people. Thank you. Bye.